Welcome to another episode of Vacation Rental Insiders Podcast. It's time to learn from Ryan and Lucas how to become a short-term rental property host and start a successful vacation rental business. Get ready to learn and be the best host you can be. And now your hosts, Ryan and Lucas. Hey, this is Ryan. And this is Lucas. And we're back again talking about Airbnb. And now today, super exciting episode about checking in your guests. Um, this is going to be a short episode, right, dude? It's pretty short. Okay. People got to get checked in. They got to find the house. Um, but let's not minimize this. <laughs> if you have trouble at check-in, guess what? You're screwed. The whole guest experience is it's gone. They could have a wonderful time in your in your unit the rest of the time they're never going to forget how easy they checked in and as a matter of fact um lucas you can verify if this is true on vrbo but on airbnb there's a specific rating uh criteria that they give you a separate five-star rating on is check-in specifically along with other things like accuracy and so forth we got a whole episode about ratings coming Mm -hmm. um but the check-in if they get off to the bad start, bad foot, uh, you're, you're not going to get a good review, period. It's just all there is to it. So how do you ensure that someone has a good check-in process? Well, there's two ways to do check-ins. There is 100% self-guided, okay, which is a function built inside of Airbnb. Um, and then there is a guided check-in where you have to meet them. Now, Lucas, your condominium complexes, most of them, don't they require you to... Uh, kind of hold their hand. Uh, uh, not uh, the the primary one that you know of. Yes, uh, yeah. the nice luxury one requires that you give the individual a tour. Okay. Now, whether that's and that's me, for rules. That's right? for they, rules. That's in their bylaws. So whether that's me giving them a tour uh, of the facility and the unit, or a check-in agent of mine doing it, yes. But there's also one you have. You know, completely self-guided, and then you have you know the in-person one. But then there's like the semi-self-guided on what's condos. That look like for you? are call boxes. They okay. can't get into the unit without dialing me on a call box. So I have to know when they're arriving. Yep. I don't have to give them a tour. I don't have to be there for them, but I do have to buzz them into the building, okay. which you know allows me to pause for like 10 minutes of my day and just ensure that they got in all right and everything You can kind of walk them through verbally yep. and be like, okay, I'm going to buzz you in. Now that you're in the building, you're going to walk straight forward. That's going to be the elevator. Hit this button. You go yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. That comes into an email. So when they, they, sure. when they call me and I, uh, I buzz them in, I just go, hey, follow your check-in email and if you have any questions shoot me a call or text and that's an email you constructed yep okay so so you're you're taking the booking and at some point you've asked them for an email address yes okay and you're not violating contact standards on vrbo or airbnb by getting their email address at that point are you no no okay because the reservation has been made yes you're allowed to communicate outside of the app yeah well Um, funny thing is with airbnb vrbo still allows you to email the guests because when you're dealing with condos we have rental agreements and we have parking registration forms that have to get filled out and you can't send those on airbnb right but airbnb doesn't want you to have their physical email no they don't like that they want to they want to kind of have uh they want to have control over you i don't like that a lot of that stuff ends up in a spam box yeah. uh you know when i when i use them when it's there's a button at the bottom of your airbnb reservation tab as a host and it says email the guest and when you email that a lot of the times it ends up in the spam box so i just go to them and i say hey can i get your email it's no different than their phone number but what airbnb is trying to prohibit there is you from creating a mass mail campaign and then getting direct bookings back from it right and right, don't right, right. you know so i mean that's that's a whole nother topic uh, about kind of uh, you know where your bookings come from, but that's kind of what they're trying to prohibit. 
I, I still get their email because I don't need it going to a spam box. That creates a lot of headache for me, um, you know, having to double check with them. Hey, is it in your spam? I just want it to go to their email. I want them right. to get it. I want them to fill it out, and I want me to be able to submit it to the condo association so that I can get the required parking passes so that they can enjoy their stay. Okay, so you're on, on, on your front in the condominium realm of things, which a lot of folks listening are probably going to be in um, because – you know, the formula you've got is, is totally duplicatable. So yeah. a lot of folks are going to fall into that category if they don't already own um, a condo, oceanfront, lakeside somewhere. Um, so that would apply to you guys. You, you may have a hybrid or a full check-in um, required, one of, the, one of the two. Now, on my front, um, I have established properties. So uh, our last episode, we discussed, you know, the importance of doing uh, guided check-ins with your guess when you when you have a new listing once you're established and you've got ratings and you're very comfortable um there is this awesome 100 percent self-guided feature of airbnb where i can take and i can stand in front of the house and what i do is i pretend that i have just arrived to the home in an uber a cab or a rental car and i want to take a photo of where you're parking to start so my first picture is here's the house here's where to park once you get out of your car, and I literally, guys, I take a photo up the sidewalk, right? Like, I don't want them confused at all. I walk up the walkway. I then take a photo of the front door. This is the door to the house, right? And I'm not trying to be insulting, but it will help you, I promise. And Airbnb gives you 20 photos to use in the check-in process. They have accounted for the possibility of there being a lot of details. So I use them all. <laughs> you know, I, I literally say then open the storm door by pulling the handle this way. Open the other door with this code. Don't worry about this kind of... And I describe the lock, like, you know, punch in this key code. And then once you're in the entryway, this is the other door you're looking for. And then I will actually, um, a lot of times, I will take the opportunity with that 20-photo slideshow, essentially, yep. with, with a caption on each photo... I'll take the opportunity once they get in the unit to then add some photos and I will take and I will say, here's the living room. Feel free to use the TV, blah, blah, blah. The lights are operated by a remote control switch from the fan. I'll walk them through a couple extra little details and then maybe even take a photo where to put the trash out back. And then, you know, the last slide, hey, if you need anything, let us know. Enjoy your stay. People love the check-in process when it's 100% guided. There is a demographic of the population. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering when you were going to get to this. <laughs> Your grandma doesn't like it, okay? <laughs> all right? The older folks do not dig the check-in instructions at all. No, they They're don't. They're hard to find for them, number one. Okay? They're buried, right? So in the app, there's my trips that they see. They got to click on the actual trip they're on. And then in there, it's these words that don't even look like a link that says check in instructions. It almost yep. just looks like a heading, right? Yep. <laughs> and it, nobody knows it's a link. You click on it and bam, the slideshow starts. So what do I do? Well, I tell people on the morning of check in, here is exactly how to find the check in instructions. And, um, let me let me just ballpark it here. 95% of people find them with my instructions on how to find them. Uh, last night, what was it? Uh, 10.30 at night, get a phone call. Um, it's an out-of-state number. Uh, I, I knew right away it was an Airbnb guest. Sure enough, 
they're standing at the front door of a house. We don't have the code. We can't find the code. And I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. Did you, did you get my email? Uh, did you get my message earlier today in the app about how to find the check-in instruction? She's like, oh, I, I guess I, I did get that. I, I didn't pull them up. Where are they? So I explained to her how to go through the app again, look at the My Trips tab and how to find them. And she's like, oh, goodness, there it is. <laughs> it's like, okay. So she was like the one out of, you know, every 20 or 30 people that just flat out didn't find it, ignored it altogether. It happens, but there you go again. I answered the phone at 1030 at night. Yeah. You have to be available regardless. So, um, but yeah, most of the time the check-in process is just absolutely phenomenal. And when I'm doing one of the room shares at my own house, um, I take advantage of those 20 photos right up to the last one to literally walk them through every single corner of the house and reemphasize all the rules. Yeah, like a little mini 3D tour. Right. And then when they do the check-in uh, process, what happens is Airbnb will send you a notification that says so-and-so checked in. I know when they have slid through that last photo. I won't get that notification until they go to the last picture. So I ask them in the morning message to go through to the very last picture. And then I get that automatic notification that they've seen every photo. And I know that there shouldn't be feature. Oh, it's great. It's great. It's phenomenal. So, all right. So that's check-in guys. Uh, Utilize the automated check-in. If you can, it will get you good reviews for the segment of the population, which is the majority that loves to be hands-off. They want to show up, do their thing. And uh, most importantly, uh, the check-in, the automated check-ins are great because my schedule is not impacted whatsoever. Those people can come whenever they want. And people will consistently send you messages saying, oh, well, we're not coming until 9 p.m. Doesn't matter. Come whenever you like. It's all yeah, good. Unfortunately, in my world, that is a <laughs> that is not the message you want to hear because yeah. some of those buildings require tours and you're just like, man, I really don't want to be there. Yeah. Uh, but that's a whole different uh, topic really for late check-ins and, and actually, stuff like that. You know what? While we're on it, uh, let me cover this super quick. Um, true or false, you have a position that you hire people for to Correct. be a check-in agent. Yes, I do. So you, you live... A little bit away, like 45 minutes away yeah. from most of your rentals, which is fine. You don't have to live next door to the rentals. Um, but you have an agent that lives like, what, 10 minutes away? Correct. That is kind of available when you're not. Yes. Right? And that's super handy, right? Very handy. So, guys, listen, don't be afraid to hire little helpers, okay? There's plenty of people out there that love side hustles. And if Lucas can pay somebody 35 50 bucks to run through a 15, 30-minute time investment that's right next door to them, there's people that love that. Students, especially. Yeah, I, um, I they target, love that. Yeah, I target students. Uh, Stay-at-home moms. Yeah, people who are retired, people in college, stuff like that. You know, and we pay depending on the time of the check-in, anywhere from twenty-five to seventy-five dollars yeah. to do that check-in. Absolutely. I mean, I would do it if I was still in college. I mean, yeah, it's a great little side you game. You make like five hundred, seven hundred fifty bucks a month doing check-ins for wow. me. Wow. Wow. Okay. Um, taking applications. <laughs> <laughs> I might have to move down here and just be a check-in agent for Lucas. <laughs> Little side hustle. Yeah. Anyway, all jokes aside, guys, that's the that's the check-in process in a nutshell. Take advantage of it when you can, and uh, be good at it. Otherwise, you're going to set yourself up for failure if you don't have a good check-in process. All right. In the meantime, be the best host you can be, and uh, hey, go get that money. Get that money. Thanks for listening to the Vacation Rental Insiders podcast. Please remember to rate us so other smart people just like you can find us. And hit that subscribe button so you never miss an episode. Until next time, be the best host you can be.